Imagine yourself emerged in a beautiful sunset of warm colors, sitting in softness, breathing. How was your day? We're truly grateful to spend the evening with you in this space of compassion, gratitude, and cozy conversations. We're Silen Sissel, and this is After Sunset. Welcome to this week's episode of After Sunset. Wow, it's a bit different to sit here right now and to to do this introduction because there's something that's not how it usually is and I'm sure you can already feel what it is. My dearest, dearest partner and my beloved, beautiful friend, one of the most admirable and beautiful and inspiring people, one of my favorite people on this planet, she's not here with me today. And that's really, really weird, to be honest with you. Because I have to sit here and record alone, and where I'm usually looking into Cecil's beautiful eyes when she's sitting in front of me and we're recording these podcasts together. I'm now just sitting by myself and in front of me is a, a tea mug and a cup of water. But there's no Cecil. It feels a little bit weird. But here I am. I'm so thrilled that you've tuned in to this podcast, even though that I'm the only one here today, the one half. We're still gonna do our best and we're still gonna focus on something beautiful and discuss and talk about a topic that we can all learn and evolve from and feel into our hearts. So I asked you guys what you wanted me to talk about and the answers from you were clear as a beautiful pond on a summer day and you wanted to hear me talk about creativity and making art and you know living a creative life being creative human so naturally that is what we're gonna talk about today and i'm really excited for it i uh, it's something that i it's very dear to my heart and you know truth to be told it's been with me always like ever since i can remember i i do think that we are all creative beings and i do think that it's human nature to be creative um but also i, I completely get and i i know that it's not something that that everyone chooses to practice um but i actually you know i feel like i have to start i have to go back and tell you guys a little bit about my journey and where I come from as a person why I'm creating the things that I'm creating today and where I'm creating it from you know the space in my heart that I'm creating it from so you know let's go back to when I was born <laughs> I guess this is going to be like kind of a small story story time session or what 
all the YouTubers call him. <laughs> Shout out to my favorite YouTuber, Cecil. I have very, very wonderful parents and they are extremely creative. My dear mom, she's an extremely talented painter. And my dad, he's a very talented graphic artist and designer. They fell in love when they were studying graphic design and they had me. So I grew up in Copenhagen, the capital of Denmark. And growing up, I was just really surrounded about, surrounded by, sorry, so much creativity in all kind of forms and shapes. My, my, my family house was always full of, of cooking and music and dancing and my dad was always running around with like video cameras recording my sister and I doing all these crazy ass things <laughs> and making theater shows and you know painting the dog and I don't even know like we just had so much crazy freedom and and I remember we had this um now that I'm thinking about it, it's really funny because in Danish we just called it rummel like the room is what it's actually translated to like just the room or like the space and we had this room that were full of canvas pencils dried flowers clay like just all of these really good things for children and adults of course but really as a child growing up with that much um, like playground around me was really just uh, just really wonderful really wonderful at the same time my my grandparents were all very artistic and creative my granddad was a wonderful painter and um, architect my grandmother on my dad's side is a very very creative woman as well she's uh, amazing and paints and draws very beautifully and we would always go to her house and like draw and bake cookies and then my grandmother on the other side my mom's mother she's one of my best friends in the in the whole wild world she passed away last year and I miss her so much. Uh, I just got a, I got tinkles. I'm just getting tinkles, so I feel that she's here with me. Your sound at a moment. I miss you. Um, and she was just someone very special. My grandmother is one of the. She's an earth angel for sure. The, the, the things that she brought to this planet was just another world. I pay so much gratitude to my grandmother for who I am and what my mission is on this planet. It's very important to, to have people around us who inspire us and she definitely inspired me so much and she still does every single day. I've painted you a picture of my kind of family setting, right? So growing up in this environment and with this wonderful creative family, I just had 
no limitations of like my mind was exploding with creativity i when i look back i was quite like a weird child i would often wander off like very early in the morning or very late at night um also my parents were very free uh, are very free spirited and i did not have many rules or like limitations and they yeah <laughs> they trusted me a lot um for the good and the bad i guess but i'm here now and i'm doing pretty well so i think they they made the right choice but i would um i would wander off and i would like most of my childhood i truly spent like um creating i would find these shoe boxes and i would make houses for fairies and like tiny little houses with like furniture and i would even like put tiny little foods like i would bake tiny cakes and put them in these shoe boxes in the tiny little fairy kitchens and i would write notes to the fairies and tell them that they could totally move into this house that it was made for them that they didn't have to worry i would not tell anyone that i had them living there and that i had seen them that they could trust me and i would put these shoebox houses into either the forest or on the fields i grew up like um in the countryside after we moved away from copenhagen we lived in the countryside and i would go off into the fields and hide these shoebox houses for the fairies and literally like i was not more than i don't know i'm really bad at age but i was a child very like child child <laughs> and i would cry like i remember crying writing these notes to the fairies because i felt so connected and you could not say anything to make me believe that fairies did not exist because i was sure and i also saw fairies around me um that kind of stopped when i was i don't know a little bit older again i'm so sorry i just have no concept of age at all <laughs> and um yeah i would just uh, spend a lot of my time in nature creating houses for fairies looking for dragons which i also absolutely believed existed and um i would uh, f go foraging a lot i would collect herbs and mushrooms and make little tinctures and i would put them in this secret cabinet that my dad made for me in the wall and i would go out when it was full moon and do like really like cool rituals and you know channel my inner werewolf and howl to the moon i was just an amazing little weird person <laughs> yeah i truly think that that created the backbone for my you know who i am today i'm still the same honestly i almost do every single of those things still it has been a while since i've created shoebox houses for fairies but to be honest i don't really know where i would put them here in seoul 
Maybe I should talk to Sisla about that. Maybe we should go to like Namsan or something. <laughs> I don't know if fairies would live in Namsan, to be honest. I think that there's too much, like, the vibration is just not really like for fairies here. But um, enough about that, we'll talk about fairies in another episode. that I wanted to go on this little like tangent about my childhood is because I think it's really important when we begin to talk about how to find your style and you know tune in to what kind of creative work you want to do who are you what kind of artist what kind of you know what is your vibe for me at least I think that it's very important to go back and see like what what kind of place do you want to create from and for me when I create when I truly make something that sparks joy in me and makes my heart smile it's when I feel and I tune into this exact same vibration that I has had as a child when I was creating these beautiful things that I was running around doing no matter what it, what it was it's the it's not so much about the craft itself it's more about the vibe the vibration like tuning into this feeling and from that i find that when i'm really in this childlike state i can truly create anything and i don't have this like limitations i don't have like a weird societal voice telling me what is a good thing to make what is a bad thing to make that it has to be more like this or this or that or that I just create and um, that's something that you know this is my opinion for my life but I think that there is a difference between creating for creation and creating with an agenda and I do think that it's very important to create um, things that are made intentionally for this world to evolve and create certain things or bring attention to certain certain things. But that's not what I want this episode to be about today. So today what we're talking about is creating from you for no other reason than creating for you and from you from your heart space or gut space or wherever as long as it's from you like where is it that there is a song to be sang how do we find that how do we tune into what it is that wants to be expressed through you for me i think we have to ask ourselves why what is your why? Why do you want to create? Just close your eyes for a second and like ask, what do I want? Without identifying what the creation is, like we're not talking specific, doesn't matter if it's uh, painting, cooking, dancing, singing, like just like, why do I want to create? I'm closing my eyes, I have my hand on my heart, 
and I'm just feeling and it's very very clear for me that the reason why I want to create is for love and to spread love and to tune into love and it doesn't have to be that for you it's not there's no right there's no wrong you might feel that you have your body or your soul expressing something to you that comes from something you've experienced something that you're really passionate about that you want to express something you want to share maybe you're so full of 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 love for birds or i don't know croissants or like folk music that you just really want to create more of that because you just it just fires your heart up it makes you feel like there's a thousand butterflies in your stomach and it tickles and it makes your heart blossom into a million fields of roses like what is it that your body wants to create like where is it that it makes you feel something and don't think about what other people would like you to make what is cool to do right now in this world we live in like what is on trend what other people say that you should do what other people say that you are good at it doesn't matter sit with yourself and ask what really lights me up so much that i would do it no matter what no matter if it worked or didn't work no matter if it was cool or not cool what do i love to create so much that nothing else would matter ask yourself this and you know if nothing really comes up that's okay as well and then you know you just have a really exciting journey ahead of you where you where you get to look and get inspired and feel into what can what this can be for you because you know it also sometimes it's not clear what it is that we want to create and i think that if we really just take a second to think about it like there's been made a million books and a million movies and poems and songs about like finding your quote-unquote purpose or like you know whatever it is that you're here to do and the reason why there's so much material on this topic is because it's not always easy to tune into this but i do believe that if we go back all the way into a childhood and really think and really feel and sit with ourselves and tune into what made us happy what we wanted to do naturally what came to us naturally what we enjoyed spending our time on whether it be walking in nature cooking singing songs I don't know making clay animals or like picking flowers whatever it is what made you happy and how could that become an expression for you today because the thing is that it might not be the same thing 
but the vibration and the expression of it that's the thing that you have to tune into don't worry so much about how it looks and what the kind of how it's coming out of your body it doesn't matter it doesn't matter the only thing that matters is how does it feel oh and i am obviously just gonna how does it feel shout out to d'angelo and one of the absolute best sexy songs ever written how does it feel <laughs> i think cecil is gonna be laughing at me when she um when she edits this podcast shout out to you my love <laughs> Something else that I really want to clarify is that we grow up in a world where we think that we have to be original and like make something that no one has ever made before and you know sing it like no one has ever sung it before or sang it or whatever past tense it is um, or create like you know the new Mona Lisa or like build like the new biggest bridge or whatever I don't know you know what I mean and it's just not the case of course there will be people out there who create things that are the new thing and the new special thing that no one has ever seen before but to be honest it shouldn't be the goal at least that's my opinion and I think that there's an enormous pressure on people to create something for the purpose of it like kind of you know being something like this this like goal of creation and i think that that's kind of not really the best thing to create if you ask me creating for the sake of creating that's where you find all the best tasting fruits and in the end eventually if you're one of those people where there's like a certain you know the golden apple is on that tree it will naturally grow out of your creativity and when it's ready to be picked it will you know land in your hand i'm on a tandem with picture language today I can clearly see that. I I don't know if that's kind of a coping me- mechanism when like to fill up the space. Cecil is not here, but she's probably going to be laughing and saying no right now because she knows that I do this anyway. I don't know. I'm just confronting myself way more with it right now when I'm speaking to myself. Hmm. Well, enough about apples and me. The thing is that you don't have to be original but please just be authentic. I'm gonna say that again because I think it's important. You don't have to be original, but be authentic. Because you know, someone has probably done what you do a million times before, but they weren't you. So do it from the inside of your core so that whatever it is, it's something that you made and it sounds so cheesy but it's so true that because you made it it's special and that's what we need we don't need more 
perfectly you know shaped and made and created things that's made for the purpose of it being perfect this world has enough things it has enough um, people making things that doesn't freaking matter and it has enough people making things just to kind of be a part of the new hip thing or like do whatever they think that they have to do to fit in or be like a creative person who cares and also who decides what's like good creativity and what's not so if you're doing that please just stop (laughs) and um, give yourself the gift of tuning in and asking yourself what actually turns you on and what actually what do you want to bring to this world what would be something that would make you feel really really good when you lay in 120 years on your deathbed and you are looking back at your life and you and you look back at all the things that you made and you thought wow at least you know i made something that i liked doing i created from a space that felt good for me i'm proud of myself what would that be ask yourself what would that be I feel like that would be a pretty good introduction to the next thing that I want to talk about, which is, let's say that we have now tuned into ourselves, we've tuned into our hearts, we've reflected upon what makes us happy, what brings us joy to create, and also I just want to note that just because I'm saying that it brings you joy and makes you happy to create doesn't mean that you have to, you know, sit and paint roses and like... mm, do clay people who are hugging and like loving each other you can find something in you that makes sense and makes you feel on purpose that is you know serious or uh, is an expression of of things that are painful or hard as well but it has to make you feel something it has to make you feel like there's a reason there's a purpose for me to express this it's kind of like love you know you are driven by something i mean it is like love because it is what it is it's you're driven you're driven by something that seems almost unexplainable but you just have to do it you just have to do it and that's why i say again that if you're doing something that you don't absolutely feel like you have to do um then i would suggest you to to take a break from doing that and tune in and find something that you absolutely have to do. Because why spend your life in your creativity in a different way, you know? With creativity and with art and all these like expressions of art, you don't have to prove us anything. And you don't have to prove your worth to any of us. You, you just go out in the world and you create for you. Okay, I think you got it. <laughs> so now that we have talked about how to tune into finding your reason for creation and 
you're sitting and you you know exactly like what you want to create and how you want to create and you go down the line and then the blockage happen the blockage happen that sometimes happens for all of us in every sort of creative situation if you've ever watched Kiki's delivery service you know exactly what I'm talking about this is um, the blockage where you feel like you've lost your magic you don't know how to fly a broom anymore you can't talk to cats anymore you can't see the fairies you don't know how to paint a circle you can't make the food taste great you don't know how to sing you've lost your interest and you feel like it's never gonna come back again and you feel like you've lost it it's gone it's a part of your past and it's never coming back i actually have a very vivid memory of um wow that's really hard to say very vivid memory very vivid memory i have a very vivid memory of the first time that i felt this kind of feeling where i felt like i completely had lost my magic and my connection to inspiration and uh, i i was really young i was a child and i just remember crying and crying and then eventually coming to a point where i just accepted that i was just never gonna ever draw or paint again that i it was just not a part of my personality anymore and to be honest and this is not to scare you i probably went for almost like at least 10 months without doing anything i didn't touch a pen i just fully accepted that it was gone i did not have the magic and you know as i'm sitting here today and if you're following me on my instagram or following me on my personal journey somehow then you know that i started to draw again because this is how i make my living now and it is a very big part of my of my personal expression so it came back surprise it did and it came back stronger than ever and also when it came back i was more than ever sure that this was a true love of mine that i truly appreciated and i started to kind of play with the idea that inspiration wasn't something that could just leave me like i had thought it was i started to practice inspiration as more of a, a a friendship or like a romantic relationship where i would not sit around and wait for it but i would kind of um show up for it and and attract it somehow so i would put myself in situations even though i didn't feel inspired i would kind of and this is something that i'm still doing to this day i on days where i don't feel inspired i just i don't sit around and wait for inspiration to come to me or i don't go out to find inspiration i create an environment where i know inspiration will like come that i will attract it so that can look different and it probably looks different for you than it does for me but for me i um i'm not a morning painter and or an uh, afternoon painter i'm i paint best in the evening or in like dim light so i will make sure to set up the mood 
dim the light, um, put on some candles. I know, very cheesy, very classic, but it works for me. I'm obviously a very cheesy person. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, I also love putting music on and depending on what I'm creating, like tuning into like putting music on that supports that vibe. Uh, I actually also really like to um, dress up if it makes sense like not sometimes I'll uh, put on lipstick and earrings and look like cute but also I'll like I'm not someone who sits and paints in in like sweatpants also I don't own sweatpants as Cecil again is gonna laugh at me for saying this but I have my painting outfits or I would dress up like looking nice because you know everything is whatever you do in life if you kind of you kind of have to create it in order for it to be birthed through it sometimes so if the if the vibration isn't there to begin with you have to create the vibration and set up the vibration in order to attract the vibration does that make sense you know it's the same model that we use for everything we talk about here in the on the after sunset podcast same goes for creativity you've got to you can't sit around and wait for the apple to kind of fall into your head and give you a bright idea and invent like the new i don't know car that drives on water you have to kind of create the environment for these ideas and inspiration to appear and um, I really like the idea that I think I first came across in what is her name Elizabeth Gilbert she wrote a book called Big Magic which if you are interested in this kind of topic on in, on uh, creativity and inspiration I would highly suggest you to read that book it's very beautiful she's extremely funny um but she has this concept that creativity is kind of an entity and it's its own spirit and it it, it's something that you have to again develop this kind of relationship with and you have to you know create an environment that is inviting for this entity to come into and then together you can create because creativity and inspiration needs a vessel which is you to be birthed through because inspiration is ideas and it's um, manifestations but it needs something um, quantum it needs something physical to be manifested into the world and birthed into the world which is us humans and I think that's really really an amazing thought that I subscribe to I really really like that I feel like it kind of creates this synergy between humans and creativity and I really like that I feel like that's create that's some sort of like magical touch to like this very popular very like you know there's this like tormented artist like this suffering artist and this suffering artist who has to drink and do drugs and hurt in order to create something and 
it's not that's not that one is not for me and uh, i just really like this this vibe of me creating with source and me creating with with this like inspiration as an entity and it's just really magical i like that obviously the girl who makes shoebox houses for fairies likes the this one that's the one that she subscribes to <laughs> i think that in order to call in inspiration and in order to feel inspired you have to really figure out what kind of environment you need in order to feel inspired do you feel inspired when it's really like a messy and um you know your room or your house or your studio or wherever you're creating is really like not tidy and you know does that make you feel inspired or do you need to have a clear space that smells good and that's inspiring for you to create something or do you need to go in nature do you feel really inspired when you take walks in nature do you feel really inspired when you're in the shower then go ahead take a warm beautiful shower do you feel really inspired when you take really short cold showers when you jump into the cold ocean do you feel inspired when you call one of your best friends or when you watch a beautiful movie do you feel inspired right after you've been dancing right after you've been having beautiful sex like just you know it's really really fun to investigate yourself and figure out when is the times where i feel and i tend to feel most inspired when is the time where i tend to call in inspiration the most and then you kind of have your recipe and you know how to you know kind of set up the game and remember that like anything this is a muscle it's a relationship that you have to to work out and anything in life anything in life no matter what it is if you investigate it and you put your energy and your intention on it you'll get better at it and it will grow and you'll figure out what works for you and at some point you'll come to a stage where you know yourself you know what works and you can create more efforts effortlessly and you kind of can set off the of the frame to create within i hope this makes sense for you kind of see it as role play like um role play your way into the thing you want to create you know it's not about faking it it's about playing your own inner game the way that works for your inner game <laughs> if that makes sense like because you have a web inside that reacts to certain things just like some people like salty food and some people like sweet food or icy drinks or hot drinks like you have your own certain your own very special structure inside there's a way to touch that web in a way that makes it tingle i'm actually gonna gonna make you go home or oh, you're probably home already so i'm gonna make you go even more home and do a practice figure out what makes your inner web tingle you know all this stuff isn't it 
to be honest, isn't it quite exciting and fun that you have the opportunity with your life and your time to figure out and investigate what makes you feel completely amazing to create that has nothing to do with the people around you. We have so many things in this life where we have to constantly do things that makes make other people, other structures work and to be a part of other people's system that they made in order to participate in this society, you know? With creativity, with the thing that you choose, that is your thing, you are the only one that matters. Your feeling is all that matters. You do not have to impress anybody. So I got actually this beautiful question from one of you guys who asked me, how does art connect with soul and body? And I really, really like this because again, it just allows us to connect to this playfulness because I truly believe that creating, it comes from playfulness. It comes from this childish energy of it being okay to just throw clay at the wall, to put your fingers and hands into the paint. And with that playfulness, you can start to refine if that's what you want to, you know? But I think that art connects to soul and body because the true expression of soul for me is this childlike energy. Soul for me is where god is it's where source is and source and god and universe for me is creation and creation is childlike energy children want to create and for me it's so beautiful when we get to tune into this like it's basically the purest one of the purest form because i would say that love and of course these are connected but if we talk about them like with a little bit of structure, love and creating art in any form or shape, it comes from these very, very pure places inside of our being. And it has this childlike energy that just wants to create. And if you find that, if you connect to this, to your child, to this creation, then you can bring something and I'm gonna say it again but it doesn't have to be childlike the things that you make but the energy you have to find the energy of your child because the child is not afraid it's not out here to impress anyone it's here to get their fingers dirty and to put their face in the mud and to yell and to jump and to run around or to lay in, on the grass and talk to the beetles. It's, it's here to express and that's what I want you to do. That's what I want you to practice. I want you to practice creating with no limitations and creating for the joy of it 
creating for the fun of it. Play. Play, play, play. So I think I'm just gonna sum up this question because I really like it and I really think that this is a beautiful, beautiful point and maybe even the ending of this episode. How does art connect with soul and body? Even just the way that this is... I'm, I'm looking at it right now because I wrote it down and it's just this circular question that I really like. It's actually answering itself. The reason that art connects to soul and body is because that through soul comes art. And for art to express itself, it needs body. Do you see what I'm saying? It's basically everything we've just talked about, that there's an energy within you. And it's created from the purest source of you, which is your soul, which is basically your child energy, right? But through this soul, in order for this energy, this creativity to be anything, to manifest itself, we need our physical body. So that's the way that art connects with soul and body. And it's up to you and it's up to me to decide what we want to create because the fact is that we are beings of creation we're going to create no matter what if you don't choose what you create you're going to passively create something that you didn't choose so i would love to end this episode with um a request to you to make a commitment beautiful commitment not that hard like unfriendly commitment but a beautiful commitment with yourself maybe you can hold your own hand right now give yourself a hug and say i am fully committed to finding a place within myself that i truly love to create from and i'm asking myself in this moment what do i want to bring more of into the world that brings me joy or that I feel is important. You know what? I feel like that was all that I wanted to speak on today. I feel like my heart is really content and that I have touched on the things that I feel is important about creativity today. And I'm very happy that you wanted to listen. And I'm very happy that you are here with me. I'm also super happy to have Cecil back with me next week. But I truly think that there's um, a funny synergy going on because also Cecil just had her solo episode a couple of weeks ago and it feels like Universe kind of wanted us to do like these solo episodes. So we don't question the Universe, we just flow with it. I actually think I want to end this episode with a quote from the book that I was talking about by Elizabeth Gilbert because it's one of my favorite books on creativity and I think you should definitely read it if you haven't already and the quote I want to read to you goes like this do whatever brings you to life and then follow your own fascinations obsessions and compulsions Trust them and create whatever causes a revolution in your heart. 
I really like that. I think that's very beautiful. Create whatever causes a revolution in your heart. Thank you guys so much for being here with me today. Knowing that I have you kind of on the other side of this microphone now that Cecil is not here. It really, it's so amazing and miraculous. I can't get over how we have grown so much in such a short time and it just shows me how much potential for and willingness for beautiful beautiful relationships with people there is in this world and it lights me up it really brings me so much hope and joy so thank you so much I love you and I can't wait to talk to you again next week with Cecil. And as always, you can find us on Instagram at It's After Sunset. And we also have a beautiful, beautiful Patreon community that we would love you to join if you want to. It's a really nice way for us to receive support from you guys if you have the means to. And if not, you're always welcome to free of charge go and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. That's a really, really wonderful way for you to help us spread the podcast into the world so even more people can listen and we can spread love and creativity and all this good, good things, good stuff. We just want more people to be with us in this space you know to create more good things because we have a lot of good things in this world we do have a lot of love but wouldn't it just be amazing and wonderful if we could create even more i think so and i know that cecil thinks so as well have a really really beautiful night or morning or evening or whatever time of the day it is where you are and i'll see you next sunday back again with cecil thank you so much for listening see you next time